It's so awesome to be here again. Amen. Love the family sure knows how to make a girl feel welcome and loved. So I just thank you and honor you for just having me all this week. I hope I wasn't too high maintenance. Try to be easy. <laughs> but, you know, um, it's, it's, it's great what Holy Spirit is doing in the midst of us. And we have hope. Tell the person next to you there is hope. There is hope in Jesus. Amen. And you and I, we're called to bring this hope everywhere we go, especially and specifically to wherever the Lord is sending us. Amen. So greetings from my husband in Lafayette, Louisiana. He says, thank you for having me. He can't wait to get me back. <laughs> so today I just want to uh, let Holy Spirit do as he will and have a word for you called digging deep. Because the Lord wants to prepare you. I know you might think, well, it's still not 2024, but it's already, you know, in the prophetic year of the Lord, we already entered a new year. And so he wants you to set your mind for a new season in this time. So I know we're going in, we're going into vacation mode, you know, and it's all chilling and relaxing. But, you know, the kingdom of God is everywhere you go. And I was telling the people over there, uh, where, where was I in the morning? Well, there, Pranshuk, that, you know, when you go on vacation, the kingdom is not on vacation. You bring the kingdom wherever you go. So make sure you begin 2024, you come out batting. You come out with strong in the Lord. And so I declare in the name of Jesus that this is a season that the Lord is going to make you fruitful. Even during your vacation, the Lord is going to cause you to, to bubble up from the inside. The Holy Spirit is going to be bubbling up from the inside. And he's going to cause you to be fruitful in a season like this. He's going to open your eyes to new opportunities like I was saying before. And he is going to cause you... To to go into a wide space for you. It's going to be a wide space. That means you're going to have space to move. And this is not only in the natural, this is in the spiritual. The Lord is longing. He is seeking for those who are willing to say, Lord God, I need a wide space because I need to be expanded. I need an expansion in my life. I need an expansion in my ministry. I need an expansion in my, in my business. I need an expansion of everything that you said that you were going to give to me. I want more. I want double. I want everything that you said that belongs to me I'm going for it in Jesus name how can how many of you can say amen, amen. all right so we're gonna dig deep and how are we gonna dig deep we're gonna go through Genesis 26 and that is the story of Isaac and how the Lord prospered Isaac Isaac was the son of Abraham he was the son of the promise and how many of you know that Isaac is the is the is the man of God whom the the people of Israel came out of and he he begot Jacob, and Jacob begot the 12 sons, and that became Israel, the, the people of Israel. So Isaac, uh, you know, in this story, Isaac it comes into a relationship with the Lord, and he is confronted, and there's things that happen in his life. And so I just want to encourage you through his life so that you will be receiving today this as a prophetic word for your life. And I love what Pastor is saying, what Dr. Gustav is saying, we have to have endurance. We have to develop endurance. We cannot be a Christian that, you know, will live by what we feel. Oh, I feel good today, so today I have faith. Oh, tomorrow I don't feel good. You know, it doesn't matter your status. It doesn't matter your circumstance. When you develop endurance, you develop the ability to not lose your vision. You develop the ability to keep moving forward. You develop the ability to get up when you fall. You develop the ability of being fruitful in every single season. 
So that's endurance. And the first thing that the Lord wants you to do is to know him. Genesis 26, 1 and 2 says, There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines, in Gerar. And then the Lord appeared to him and said, Do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land. I will be with you and bless you. For you and your descendants I give all these lands. I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. And I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give your descendants all these lands. And in, this, in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge my commandments my statutes and my laws say with me God is a God of covenant say with me God is a God of covenant and in this season I'm praying that God will give you a revelation of what walking in covenant is because covenant is a determination is a it's a it's a it's a passion it's a decision to walk no matter what to walk together no matter what and God is determined through his love and through his decision and his choice to keep the whole earth, to keep humanity alive. He is determined to keep his covenant with you. Because you are part of Abraham's heirs. Through Jesus Christ, we have been inserted. We have been inserted. We are with the wild branches that were inserted through our faith in Jesus Christ. And we are heirs to these promises. God is telling Isaac, I am determined to fulfill the word that I gave your father. I am determined to fulfill the promises that I gave Abraham, your father. And so the Lord is saying to you, there are promises that I have given to you. There are promises that you might have forgotten. But now this is the season that I'm causing you to remember them. That I'm causing you to understand them and to receive them in your hearts. Because many times we hear the word of the Lord and we don't say this is for me. What does this have to do with me? How am I going to be even prospered? With all the economy, with so many problems in the economy, with the political unrest, with the wars out there. You know, everything is such a problem. But you know, this is a story. What the Lord is being prophesying to you is prophesying to you today. You will prosper even where everybody else doesn't prosper. You were caused to prosper even when anybody, nobody else is prospering. You were caused to flourish. Because the Lord is upon you. The favor of the Lord is upon you. The glory of the Lord is upon you. The word of the Lord is upon you. The Holy Spirit is with you. And his promises are yours. Do you know what he has promised you? Because sometimes we don't know. We wish for things. We desire for things. But do you know if God promised you that or not? And so we have to know him. The Lord wants his people to know him. He gave us his word. He gave us his spirit so we can understand his character. So we can understand his holiness. So we can know his love. Do we know him like we need to know him? I always ask God, Lord, do I know you the way I need to know you in this season? Do you know that the Lord reveals himself according to the purpose of God in your life in a specific season? So if it's a season of sickness... He wants to reveal himself to you as the Lord, as, as Jehovah Rapha. So if it's a season of contention for your finances, he wants to reveal himself to you as what? Jehovah Jireh, as your provider. 
The first thing he does is that he reveals himself to you as your savior. As your savior, as the one who forgives your sin. As the one who takes you from the road to hell into the road to heaven. To purpose. And so the Lord wants to reveal himself to you in different seasons. You and I cannot say that we completely know him. We might know all these names, we just sang them. But has he revealed himself to you as the Lord of mercy? Has he revealed himself to you as the Lord who judges? The judge. Nobody wants to know God as a judge. But he wants to reveal himself in all these ways if you allow him to. We must seek his presence like never before. Like never before. You know, his presence is sweet. His presence is sweet. His presence is amazing. And we fall in love with his love and his sweet presence. But his presence is also terrible. I know some of you don't believe me. <laughs> his presence is also terrible. When you hear his, I don't know if anybody of you has ever, ever heard the voice of the Lord out loud. If you have ever heard the Lord out loud, the voice of God is terrible. It will cause the fear of the Lord to be revealed to you. There's no place to hide from God when the fear of the Lord comes. And the word of God says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So many people walk around in foolishness because they, they have not had an encounter with the fear of the Lord. And so the presence of God is sweet. He is beautiful. He is awesome. He heals you. He loves you. He embraces you. But he is also the Lord that brings his fear. And we need that. We need that to know him. Because you don't want to, you know, I don't want my husband just to know me as me with makeup. I want him to know me when I'm not wearing makeup and I still want him to like me. Yeah. And so, and so if I'm this person that I want to be liked, Either or, it doesn't matter if I'm, you know, wearing a fancy dress or I'm not, not wearing my pajamas. Imagine God. He wants to be known and he should be known. Not only as the God of love, but as the God of consuming fire. He's a God of consuming fire and that consuming fire brings the fear of the Lord. So we don't only feel warm inside, but we start feeling the need to walk in holiness. So we must know God. And we must not only know one aspect of God, but all of it. All of it. And Jesus came so that we can know the Lord. Jesus came to manifest God. Jesus came to notify the character of God. So if we know Jesus, we know the Lord. We know all about him. And so he loves you and he fights for you. He fights for you just like he appeared himself to Isaac and he said, I'm fighting for you, Isaac. I'm fighting for you. I know you're not, you might not even think that I love you and that I'm fighting for you, but I'm here because I made a promise to your dad. I am a God of covenant. That means that I'm going to bless you too. I am for you, not against you. I am here and I'm here to fight for you. That's what the Lord told Isaac. Number two, honor God. And we just heard a whole teaching about honoring God. Honor God. You know, in Genesis 26, from 6 to 11, something happens. And what happens is that Isaac was repeating an old cycle from his dad. 
he went to that land, and then when he, when he went to that land, he started lying about his wife. He started saying, no, this is not my wife, this is my sister. Because he was afraid that people were going to kill him to get to her because she was so beautiful. And so he did exactly the same thing that his father had done with his wife. He had lied about her. And so the Lord says this is a season to break old cycles. This is a season that breaks old cycles, not only in you, because you will find yourself that the Lord will tell you what cycles you've been repeating and haven't been a blessing in your life, but it's also a season to break old cycles from the people that you love, your parents, your grandparents, your ancestors. So, so the Lord wants him, he, he wants you to honor him and he wants you to know him. He wants you to honor him by letting go of excuses. Let's deal with our excuses. Let's deal with our excuses. What is our excuse to not go deeper? What is our excuse? I'm, I'm in school. I have a lot to study. What is your excuse? I have children. I have to take care of them. What is your excuse? I'm... Then time runs up. Time runs out. Time runs out, you guys. At some point, time runs out. There is a window of opportunity called your life. And my life. So we have to get rid of those excuses. And you know what the Lord was telling me? And I even wrote it down. I want to read it to you. Because we come up with so many excuses in our mind. And he told me any theology that obstructs, destroys, or hinders my worship to God and my love for others comes from hell. So any excuse that I put. That is going to stop my worship to God and my love for his people. For people. For the world in general. Because God loved the world. For so God. He so loved the world. Yes. He even loved those who don't love him. But anything that will obstruct that. Any, any excuse. Any reasoning. Any logic that will obstruct that. That will say, well, just, that's just not my thing. And God loves me the way I am. Yeah, but he wants to deliver you from that spirit of religion, of passivity, of excuses. So that you will honor him the way he wants to be honored. We don't honor God the way we want to honor him. He must be honored the way he receives honor. Yes. And there are specific ways that he receives honor. Through, through obedience, through service, through worship, through giving. He will be honored in specific ways, not the way you want him to honor him. The way he must be honored is the way he will receive his honor. And so God wants us to let go of our fears. Because when we live in fear, we dishonor God. He wants to let go of fear uh, of what if I'm rejected, what if I fail, what if I lose. And I, like I said last time, and I will keep saying it every time I, I get a, a pulpit, it's like we have to discern religion and reject it. Religion is, is not a church. Religion is not a, 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 you know, a pastor. Religion is a spirit that gets into a person. And starts coming up with excuses of why you will only come and receive and that's it. You, will, you were only meant to receive, sit in a chair, then you go by, by with your life. Same old, same old. 
And it's not your responsibility to go out and feed the hungry and preach to the lost and pick up a, a, a broom and give. It's not your responsibility. You only receive. That's religion. Religion will cause you to be a victim. And so we have to let go of that so we can properly honor God. And the word, and the word of God says there that God blessed Isaac because Isaac honored God. And he obeyed him. And it says there that Isaac started prospering even in the midst of the wilderness. You know, there was, it says there there was a famine. There was no food. But Isaac started being prospered. He sowed into a land that looked like there was nothing coming out of it. But because he was obedient and he was so honorable to God, he reaped in the same year a hundredfold and the Lord blessed him. The man began to prosper and he continued prospering. The man began to prosper and he continued prospering. I declare in the name of Jesus that this is a season that you will break the cycle of failure. That once you start prospering, you will continue prospering. No more. There's no more a thief, a theft from the enemy on your finances and on your life and on your time and on your purpose in the name of Jesus. Enough is enough. Enough is enough. You were called to be prosperous, says the Lord. You can't prosper when nobody else will prosper. Because you have the spirit of the Lord and you have the word of the Lord that causes things to come out from nowhere. But they're coming from somewhere. They're coming from the spirit. They're coming from the spiritual world. Because we call those things that are not as if they are. So we have that. We have that. I, I, just, I just believe and I, I can see how the Lord is opening, opening the understanding of some of you, how that you have asked the Lord, what am I going to do with this? And the Lord is just opening understandings so that you can see that you have everything that you need to prosper in this season. You sow and you will prosper. Because you can't cause something to prosper when there's no seed. There needs to be a seed. There needs to be a seed. And do not be ashamed of what God is doing in your life. Don't be ashamed of it. Because others will need to know that he is your God. This is not about boasting. This is not about boasting. But there needs to be someone that testifies how the Lord has broken through for them. There needs to be someone that will testify how the Lord will say he has been faithful to them. But sometimes we... we we get blessed that we don't say it to anybody because they're going to be jealous of me. But who gave that to you? So we need, to, we need to speak up and we need to say this is the season to prosper like Isaac did in Gerard. Number three, endure until you succeed and manifest God. Endure until you succeed. Endure until you succeed. You know, this reminds me of, uh, of a man of God over there in Louisiana, and he went to live in the mountains of Mexico. And, and you know, as, as I was trying to learn of how men and women of God move in the spirit, because I have, that, I have that hunger, I have that desire. I was reading about his life, and, and you know, I, I met him and, and interviewed him and asked him, you know, you are known for raising up the dead and you know how do you do it 
How do you do it? And he said, endurance. Because he's known from raising, for raising like 500 people from the dead. You know, in the mountains and, and, and places where there's a lot of witchcraft. And, you know, the, the gospel hasn't, you know, really penetrated. But he went over there and he said, well, the, only peop- don't, the, the thing is that people say how many people were raised. But they didn't, they didn't say how many people I prayed for. I pray for over 5,000 people, dead bodies. And just because some of them didn't get up, that didn't stop me from praying for them. That didn't stop me from praying for the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one because I knew what God had said to me. I heard the voice of the Lord and the Lord said to me that they were going to raise up from the dead. And so we stopped at the second one because they didn't wake up. Just like, no, because I must start looking like a fool who's praying for all the dead people and they don't get up. I say, do it. Endure. If there's, if there's, you know, sometimes if there's a case that's too hard, we don't want to pray for it because we're afraid that it's not going to happen. Because we start thinking that this is about us and not about who does it. He can do it. He can do all things. And so can you. You can do all things through Christ. He can do all things through, you can do all things through Christ. All you have to do is you have to stay in that place. You have to abide in him. If we stay in that abiding place, then nothing is going to take our attention. And fear cannot come and crowd our hearts and, and engulf our hearts in such a way where we can't move. And sometimes people ask me, why, why do you sometimes talk about failure? You know, because we have to learn to overcome. We have to learn that even if sometimes we fail, the Lord is still there. The Lord is still there. You know, I, I, I think I've told you about this. I'm not sure. But my sister died two years ago and she had cancer. And I kept praying for her over and over and over. And I, I laid hands on her. I rebuked the devil. You know, I did deliverance on her. And, and, and she was fighting because she, she wouldn't receive the Lord. She wouldn't receive Jesus. She, you know, she was resisting that. And the Lord, you know, and, and the Lord wanted to do something in her. But I, you know, the, the Lord told me, change your prayer to your priority. And that was her salvation. That was her salvation. And why am I telling you this? Because I don't think that I, that I failed. She went on to be with the Lord. She received the Lord. She was crying. She couldn't talk. And I said, is Jesus your Lord? She was, and when she was crying. So I don't consider that a failure. You might say, well, she didn't get up. She didn't get healed. But she received the Lord. And it was warfare. There's people in your life that the Lord has assigned to you that just because you told them all one time come to church and you say, no, I'm not going to church. You already say, well, it's not my problem anymore. I already told them. There's people that the Lord has assigned in your life and want you have some compassion and fight for them. Fight for them. Because God considers them valuable enough for you to insist and endure and pray and fast for them and do what God tells you to do so that you can win them for the Lord. Some of them won't come out without, you know, prayer and fasting. 
And we have to learn to endure until we succeed and God is manifested. Sometimes God is manifested even in the most terrible situations. You have to learn to, to live past your circumstance. You have to live in, in a place of the spirit of the Lord where even if the circumstance is heartbreaking, you are doing the will of God because your emotions are not going to get in the way of eternity. Endurance is about that. It's about not giving up until you receive from the Lord the release. And, but we don't want hard. Because we're used to aligning with our emotions. But I say that this is a season where you're going to start aligning with his will and with his kingdom. And you're going to become this relentless man of God, this relentless woman of God. And you're going to start seeing yourself like the way God sees you. There's, an, there's an, a passivity that's going to break. And you're going to move into those, be part of the army of the violent of the Lord. Violence is not physical, it's spiritual. It means moving forward until you get there. God is raising sons and daughters that will walk in this understanding of alignment with his will. The word of God says in Genesis 26:17 that Isaac went ahead and started digging the wells that his father had dug but that the enemy had covered. You know, that, you know that one generation will achieve something and then that something will be lost in the next generation because there's no honor. And there's no alignment. So Isaac had to do a labor of recovery. A labor of recovery. Because the Lord is giving you back what the enemy had covered up in your life. But you have to become this person of honor, this person of alignment. Isaac had to go back. He wasn't like, no, I don't want those wells. I want some, something different. Something different just for me. Not for what, not what my father did. For something just for me. You know, this is a curse on this generation. That we want something totally different from, from our parents or from our spiritual family. And we don't understand that. The greatness is built in a multi-generational way. And so Isaac went ahead and dig. He, he started digging the wells of his father. And, and, and the Lord wants us to understand that he is not only in covenant with us. He wants us to start being in covenant with others. That covenant relationships are the key for this season. The covenant relationships are, are, are going to be needed for you to go and be effective in your warfare. The covenant relationships are the relationships that are going to endure with you. Because just like Jesus went to the cross for you, some people will go into, into warfare, into fasting, into prayer with you. They will go hand in hand with you. They will lock hand, arms with you for you to go forth. And so Isaac was digging the wells and, you know, there was contention because the enemy will not want for you to be an agent of restoration or restitution. How hard is it when those who know you, you want to recover things, you want to restore things, but those who know you know your past and so they put you down and you lose your strength. 
But you have to get past that because there's an eternal purpose for you to move forward. You have to move past that because the Lord wants to give you victory. He wants to give you victory. And when you start understanding the God of covenant and the God of covenant relationships, then you will see you will have a key for victory. You have a key for advancement. You know, it takes, it takes an army. It takes a people who believe in the word that the Lord has released over a nation, over a territory for things to really change. It takes an army who will believe. It takes a group of people. It takes a family of God. It takes a tribe that will go to war together. That's why the Lord, he didn't come just for an army. He first came for a family. And I don't know if I said this last time. Sometimes I repeat myself. But, you know, when, when the Lord, he adopted you as a son and a daughter, as a son of God. He made you part of his family. He made you part of a tribe. <laughs> and, you know, the, the sons of Jacob, they were, they, were, they were his sons. And each one of them became a tribe. So each tribe was a family. And they would go to war together. Because they were in covenant with each other. So who goes to war with you is your family. It doesn't have to be your blood relative, but that's your blood family from heaven. And that's your covenant relationship. That's your covenant relationship. And you know, I'm repeating the, the word covenant because this is a revelation for now. This is a revelation for now. The Lord doesn't want any more uh, work of institution, institutionalizing church. No, he wants you to understand you're part of a family. And then when you're part of a family and there's war to be done, you go to war together. But you also celebrate together. I saw there was a celebration today. Yesterday, I was working hard. I won't miss it next time. <laughs> but you also celebrate together because that's how you build the family up. That's how you build the family up. And so... It, when, you know, the father wants his children to manifest his nature. He wants his children to manifest his nature because being a child of God is the greatest and best title you can have. And so when the children are not expressing the father, they're confused about how they walk and how they work. There's a laceration of that revelation of love. So, so divine nature on his children is God's will. Is the only way we can endure is through acquiring that divine nature. You will not endure with your own personality because you will become bitter. You will not endure with your own strength because you'll be frustrated. You will not endure with only those people that you kind of like because you'll find yourself alone. And so Isaac also had a team. And they found and dug three wells. And I don't want to read the whole, you know, the whole chapter for time's sake. And these wells, the first two wells were, you know, they dug the well up and people came and they were fighting for these wells. And they were saying, those wells that you dug are ours. How many of you have had all this work sometime and then people come and, and try to say that it's theirs? Because the enemy will try to take your breath away. He will try to take all the work that you're doing and he will try to destroy it. So that you lose your faith, you lose your focus, and you lose your hope. Because the word of God says that hope deferred makes a heart sick. 
So there was one well being dug, and they got in a fight with the other, the other guys from, you know, the, the king. And, and then they dug another well, and then they got in another fight, and then dug another well. And this well, they got peace. And you know, very interesting that this well in Genesis 26, 22 says, And he moved and dug another well, and he named this well Rehoboth, which means broad places. You got to move. You got to keep moving. You got to keep moving. You can't allow the enemy to punch you in the stomach and leave you without no air. You can't, you can't let that happen. If you receive a punch because of all the fight and everything that you're doing, if you run out of air, you have to keep moving. The Lord is saying, this is a season to keep moving. I know vacation is coming. I know holiday is coming. But if we lose our focus, we're going to lose our window of opportunity to enter into a new level, to enter a new season, to enter in with new strength, to move forward and finally be in an open space that is wide enough for everything that the Lord meant to do. Do you receive that? Is it too hot? <laughs> So broad places is the place where the enemy can no longer have an argument against you to take away your blessing. There are contracts that are going to be drafted because the Lord is entering, to, entering you into a wide space. You're no longer going to have to contend for your wells. There are assignments. There are, I don't know how to say this. In, there's going to be naming. They're going to name you. They're going to promote you. They're going to give you a name that is going to establish your authority. I'm talking about your job. There's going to establish your authority and your reach. That is no longer going to allow you to be in a place where they're going to question your authority. The Lord will enlarge you and entrust you. And so the Lord is saying, hear this for 2024 by digging the wells and digging deep. By learning to hear my voice. By learning to honor me. By learning to endure. Dig deep. Every time, every cycle, every time you go around and you know him more and you have an encounter with God and you get to know him the way you have never known him before. Every time you go around and you learn to honor God in a way you have never honored him before. Every time you choose to endure and move forward, you're digging deep. 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 And you need to learn how to dig deep because there's a well that's going to come out of there and many are going to come and be blessed by it. I declare in the name of Jesus that this is a season where you will break forth and you will move forward. I declare that this is a season where the God of covenant is going to reveal himself to you. And he is going to reveal those covenant relationships. going to make you stronger so you can win this war. So you can win this assignment that God has given to you into your life. Please stand. You might, might have lost some things, but it's not over. You might have lost some things, but it's not over. 
Just because you lose some things doesn't mean that God doesn't have a greater purpose in the things that are happening around you. You have to learn to live like this. Because to the world, we might, lost, might have lost many things, but to the Lord, we have won many things. Every time the Lord puts in a man of God and a woman of God a project, it's because he is not only trying to bless him, he's trying to bless a whole generation. He's trying to rescue a whole generation, a whole territory, even nations. And it might look so hard in the beginning and even in the middle. <laughs> But there's a purpose in God for expansion, for expansion, for provision. Holy Spirit of God, thank you for being here. Father, we honor you today. We honor you today and we say, Lord God, we will, we will get to know you more. We will honor you and we will learn to manifest you through the endurance that we develop, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God. To help us, to help us in our unbelief, Lord God, if we carried unbelief. To help us, Lord God, in, in our weakness, if we have not been able to endure. If we have, you know, turned back from the things that you have asked us to do, Lord God. We ask you, Lord God, for forgiveness, Lord God, if we have become hardened in our hearts because we put excuses. We put excuses. We've been passive. We've been, we've been afraid. We've been afraid. We've been afraid of people betraying us or, or losing things, Lord God. But Paul says, for Jesus, I have lost everything. I have lost everything and call everything to be garbage just for the cause of Christ. Help us align with your will, Lord God, tonight. Help us align with your will, Holy Spirit of God. You are in this place. You're in this place tonight and you're aligning hearts, Lord God. You're realigning hearts tonight so that we will walk in covenant with you, God. So that we will learn to honor you, Lord God, with everything that we do, Father God. Father, we have dishonored you. We ask for your forgiveness, Lord God. Please forgive us if we have not manifested your love and your character, Lord. If we not manifested your character, Lord, when you talk to God, when you talk to God, you know, it's in, it's, it's in, and it's in your best interest to talk to him and ask him. Oh, Lord God. Oh, Lord God, just like you went after Isaac, you, you went after him, Lord God. You went after him. He was not going after you. You went after him. You come after us, Lord God. You come after us, Lord God. Your love is stronger than death. You are committed to fulfilling your purpose and your will and your promises. You are committed to us, Lord God, in such a way that you gave your only begotten son, and then you send Holy Spirit so that we will have a guarantee. That we will have a guarantee that you are who you say you are. That you are who you say you are. That you are faithful. That you are faithful, Lord God. And that you will not let this pass before you fulfill your will, Lord God, in our lives. So today we just surrender to you, God. 
We surrender to you. I want you to tell the Lord that you surrender to him. You surrender to him. Raise your hand and say, I surrender to you, Lord. As a sign of surrender, we raise our hand. As a sign of surrendering to you, Lord, not to the devil. We surrender to God. We surrender to you, God. We resist the devil, Lord God, and we surrender to you today, Lord God. And we acknowledge, Lord God, that without you we are nothing and that we need you and that we need you, Lord God. And then this in, in this new season, and there will be a lot of challenges, but we want to be prepared. We want you to prepare us, Lord God. We want you to prepare us, Lord God, for whatever's coming, Lord God. We let go of every stubbornness, any stubbornness in our hearts. We let it go, Lord God. Please, let the Holy Spirit show you what you need to let go of. Let the Holy Spirit show you what things need to be uncovered in your heart. Let the Holy Spirit dig deep in your heart so that this new season... You will come out light like a feather and you will be able to hear his voice and walk according to his instructions and his will. Father, in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we cry out to you today, Lord. We cry out to you today, Lord. We cry out to you today, Lord. Show us, Lord God, and take away from us what is stopping us from knowing you more and take away from us what is stopping us from honoring you, God. We repent from every dishonor. We we repent for the dishonor, Lord God, to you and to our leaders and to our parents, Father. We repent today, Lord God. We want to be a generation that walks in honor. We want to be a generation that walks in honor, Lord God, and that has a revelation of that covenant, Lord God, so that we can honor the way you will need to be honored, Lord. Let the Holy Spirit work in you. Let the Holy Spirit do a work in you tonight. Hold on, my, we're going to pray, but I want you to pray first to God. I want you to open your mouth. You know, sometimes at the church, sometimes it's the first row that is praying and opening their mouth and everybody else, their mouth is shut and, and doing nothing. Open your mouth and talk to God. Open your mouth and talk to God. Open your mouth, something, whatever. You don't need to have uh, you know, caught everything that I said. But something came into your spirit. Something came into your heart. And you can talk to God about this. Talk to God about this now. Not when you get home. Now. 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 Talk to God. Talk to Him. There's an urgency in the spirit. There's an urgency in the spirit. For He wants to release a new anointing on you. So that you can dig up all the wells that He tells you to dig up. So that you can go deep with Him. So that tonight when you go home and you go home you will have dreams and visions of what God is going to do in your life so that he can speak to you through dreams and visions tonight so that when you awaken you awaken with the joy of the Lord you awaken determined to do his will Father in the name of Jesus I break the stronghold of unbelief I break the stronghold of unbelief in the name of Jesus and I declare that unbelief needs to leave your people now in Jesus name I break the stronghold of religion Lord God and those who have been accustomed to doing the same thing over and over and over for no reason. I declare in the name of Jesus that it is broken tonight. In the name of Jesus, religion, leave this place in the name of Jesus. And the fear of obeying God. 
we break it in the name of Jesus and we call for the fear of the Lord to come into our hearts the fear of the Lord is better than any other fear the fear of the Lord is the only one we want to have in our hearts Father I declare in the name of Jesus there's a revelation of the fear of the Lord in your people tonight tonight thank you Lord thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you God thank you God thank you God Lord reveal the fear of the Lord to your children Lord. to those who are asking to those who ask it reveal the key for wisdom so that they can see the wells that you have for them you know it feels so strong that the Lord wants to bring financial breakthrough in you and the Lord says just align with me and honor me. A release of documents. A release of documents, says the Lord. But you have to honor me. Where is my honor, says the Lord. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare, Lord God, a release a release of your love, a release of your joy, Lord God, for endurance, Lord God, a release, Lord God, for strength for the journey that we are to face in 2024, a release, Lord God, to, to be determined, to be determined to achieve the goal that you have set before us, Lord God, in this new season ahead, Father. Can you raise your hand? Can you raise your hand? Raise your hand and receive, receive from Holy Spirit. Receive from Holy Spirit. He's touching you. I've asked him to touch you. I don't need to touch you. But for, and he wants to take the glory. I will pray for you. But he wants to touch you first. He wants to give you an anointing. He wants to give you a pouring, an outpouring in your life today. So that you will walk and know him even more every day. So that you will honor him and be able to endure so you can manifest his presence so in the name of Jesus I declare now now receive it receive it receive it receive it in the name of Jesus receive it receive it there it is receive it receive it thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Jesus thank you Lord 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 there it is receive it thank you Lord Thank you, Lord, for those who are receiving it. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We love you. We honor you. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, Lord. We honor you, God. Holy, holy, holy. Holy, holy, holy. Receive it. Receive it. Receive new strength. Receive new strength. Receive it. Now, Jesus. Now. Now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, God. If you're struggling, 
you know, with finding your joy, I want you to come forth. If you have been struggling with finding your joy to endure, you need joy for endurance. You can't laugh and you can't have joy and rejoice in the Lord. You've been struggling to find your joy and to find your strength. If you feel your, you know, you need this renewed strength, just come forward so I can pray for you. I will pray for you. And if you want, if you just want me to pray for you, just come forth. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I bless your people. I bless Lofts, oh, Lord God. I bless Dr. Gustav and the vision that you have given to them, Lord God. It's an amazing vision. It's a kingdom vision, Lord God. I speak life, Lord God. I speak life into this vision, Lord God. I speak strength into this vision in the name of Jesus. I declare in the name of Jesus that the fire in this place is going to be a sign of your covenant with them, Lord God. The fire is going to be a sign of covenant in this place place, Lord God. Your presence is going to be so thick, Lord God. And the fire of God, Lord God, is going to bring your glory. It's going to bring your healing. It's going to bring your deliverance, Father, in the name of Jesus. I bless this, this place, Lord God, and I declare in the name of Jesus, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, increase, increase, increase. Raise your hand, raise your hand, people of God. Raise your hand, people of God.
Lord, we bless you. We honor you. We worship you, Lord God. And, I, and when, I, when I got up from the chair, the Lord said to me again, He wants to bring healing joy to His people. He wants to bring healing joy to His people. He wants to give you a joy that you're not used to having. But He's going to heal you with His joy. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for your joy. Can you raise your hand and say, I receive the joy. I receive the joy of the Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Just receive it. Just receive it tonight. He is good. 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 He's going to heal you through his joy. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. Receive it. There it is. There it is. There it is. If you're reasoning this thing out, it's complicated. You just have to receive it. You just have to receive it. Father bless you. you just receive the joy of the Lord just receive the wave of the joy of the Lord raise your hand and receive it receive it receive it receive the joy of the rain you got it again oh Lord just receive the joy of the Lord he's giving you joy because you need it you need the joy of the Lord receive it receive it Doreen just just put your hand on someone there because you got it have them receive it receive the joy Receive it, receive it. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. We honor you today. We honor you today. We honor you today, Lord God. We thank you for this, with this joy that we're going to need for this season of war, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, for this wisdom that we're going to need, Lord God. We thank you for the fear of the Lord. We thank you for the fear of the Lord.
you, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for the river, for the river of joy. If you have the joy of the Lord, you know, touch someone next to you, but very, very respectfully. Don't slap them. If you have the joy of the Lord, just put your hand next on their shoulder and say, I declare in the name of Jesus that the joy of the Lord comes upon you like never before. There it is. The joy of the Lord comes upon you. Receive the joy of the Lord. Receive the joy. Look over there. I don't know, Pastor, are you going to, maybe we're going to have to have them sleep here tonight. Receive the joy of the Lord. Come on. You have something you can give to the person next to you. Tell them, receive the joy of the Lord. Receive the joy of the Lord. The Lord is giving you new strength. The joy of the Lord is your strength. And he is lifting you up in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. And if they're not laughing, rebuke the spirit of, 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 of bitterness there in the name of Jesus. And just receive the joy of the Lord. Amen. One, give the Lord a shout. Let's give the Lord a shout. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's give a big shout of victory. Say ha ha devil. Say ha ha devil. I have the joy of the Lord. And it's my strength tonight. Hallelujah. In this place. Amen. Are you blessed? Praise the Lord. Turn to somebody. You're too blessed to be stressed. And we have a team that's going to leave for Namibia. Quickly come. And uh, we're going to pray. Pastor Ulrich and the group that's going to Namibia on Wednesday. And what day? Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Are they here? Not here? Glory, come quick. Bambalela. Oh. Awesome. Okay. Let's just ask some of the people to come and lay hands on them. Pastors, come and help and lay hands, lay hands, whoever want, and let's release them on this journey as they go to Namibia. Praise the Lord. And we pray that they will be blessed, that they will have an impact for this weekend coming, that lives will be transformed and changed for the glory of God. And we say thank you right now. In Jesus' name we pray. And we believe it. And we receive it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Pastor Jeff, come and pray for us and release us. Please. Can we just stand tonight, please? Oh God, let's call on the name of the Lord tonight. Because you must remember, this word was a word for a season. So that you will be able to go forth and let God change your life. Let God change your situation. Come on, let's rise to our feet and say, God, we are in it to win it. We are in it to win it tonight, Lord. Father, tonight I come and I pray in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you will do a work in our hearts. That you will do a work 
around us, in us, through us. Because your spirit, Lord, will surely lead and guide us into all truth. Tonight I pray for the peace of God that surpasses all understanding to come and do a mighty work in us. Lord, this is our season. We've heard it. We declare it. We proclaim it. We decree it. We speak it. We pray it. Father God, we believe it in the name of Jesus. Let faith rise up on the inside of us and do something new. Not a work done by men's hands, but through your Holy Spirit, Father God. Turn our lives around. Turn our lives around, Lord. Let us experience and explore all that you have in store. And tonight as we go away, let this week, Father God, just lighten up on the inside of us. Your Holy Spirit will lead and guide us into all truth. In the name of Jesus and everybody say amen.